Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Clickbait. And I'm excited to be here today. We have a merging of reality TV world with guest Vinny Guadagnino from Jersey Shore. You see how I did that? Pronounced it perfectly. That was good. You know what? I'm Italian. I could do it. <laughs> Before we get into Vinny, though, we have a lot of clickbait regarding the absurd pricing of L.A. real estate. We are talking friend zoning. I've been there. You've been there. We've all been there. And some Bachelor Nation drama, as always, with Chris Harrison giving us a deeper look inside Matt James's season. And it sounds intense. I'm not going to lie. Guys, What's up, guys, how are we feeling I, today? I'm feeling pretty good. I know you guys are feeling good because you look good. Well, Thank clearly you. I'm masking it well because I am actually on the struggle bus this morning. I'm on the struggle Why? bus. Well, my head hurts my a little bit. <laughs> Your head hurts? My, car. <laughs> my car is at my girlfriend's house because, you know, all I have to say is these bachelor episodes or should I say bachelorette episodes have me feeling some type of way. I, I'm like... It's very emotional watching these things back Tell and like okay. reliving those feelings. And I may may have taken like one too many shots or <laughs> or drank a little bit too much wine. I don't really know. But um, yeah, it's I was definitely in my feels. I love that you have your own nights. bachelorette party. <laughs> I, well, honestly, it's my best friends and yes. they know not they don't ever ask me questions because like. They just want to know I'm happy and then they're they're just there for me. It's kind of like my safe zone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I was watching it in my feels a little bit yesterday, too. I'm not going to lie. Or not yesterday. Really? But the day was, yeah, 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 it was. Well, because, all right, here, I'm going to ask you, okay? All right. Okay. So, bang, right? Bang. Wait, is this a burning yeah. question? This is not really a burning question. <laughs> okay, this is okay. just friends talking. He's coming okay. Okay. hot. Okay. At, at this point, I feel like we could pretty much ask Tasha whatever we want, okay? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So... Ben, you know, he like he doesn't understand or doesn't know the emotion crying. Like it was it was hard, kind of hard to watch that 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 ending part because I was like, dude, speak to her. Say something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like even then, like it's still just like, I don't know. Um, All I can say about that is there's just still things that are going to happen that you guys have no idea about. And it's going to kind of throw everything like. In a loop, but um, yeah, I remember those feelings at that time when I was just sitting on that bench and I was like, can you freak like show me something like, do you care at all about me? Like, is this like, is this meaningful towards you? Is this just like how you treat every girl? Like, I just needed a little sense of validation and I feel like I didn't have any of that. And I felt like I was hoping that his, him seeing his family was going to be what he needed in order to kind of vocalize that. I'm not saying, oh my God, pour your heart out to me and tell me you love me in order for you to stay here. I'm just yeah. saying, mm-hmm. give me a, like a, a something, something, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I felt the same way. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just, it was just, it was so hard. Like it just, uh, yeah, as you can tell, I think I was just kind of like, I had no emotion, which is kind of weird because I you've seen me cry at this point now. But usually when I feel like I need to start getting defensive, like slash protecting myself, I completely shut down. And it's just more of like fight or flight mode. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to protect myself. I'm not going to let myself feel any more things because like I don't want to get hurt. So like yeah. that's why you kind of see me shut off, you know? Yeah. It seemed like me watching with my eye, with knowing you and like it just seemed like you were 
kind of guarded because he was mm-hmm. guarded. But mm-hmm. also, I think you guys, you guys almost had the same emotion there where he didn't want to say anything because he clearly knew, knows that he was going home. And he thought that you maybe weren't into him. But you also right. were like, but why aren't you saying these things? Maybe you aren't that into me. And it just felt like, like I just I wanted know. to be like, I wish I could have came out and been like, look here, y'all. Look, look, <laughs> same emotion. Hi, this is how you feel. This is how you feel. Like, come on. Like, let's let's talk it out. Let's get through it. Say it, Tasha. Say it, Ben. Say it. Like, it's like oh. wild, like looking back, like, and you're just like, hold on a second. You were thinking that or like, I was thinking that like, you know what I mean? It's because you don't mm-hmm. see those conversations that I don't think the viewers realize this. Like, I don't know those feelings that he's vocalizing in his interviews. Like, I don't get any sense of that unless I'm watching the show with you guys. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So, but I think it's the same thing. Like you know, when it's when we're on that side, being in the Bachelor, it's like you don't. If he had any idea how these other guys were expressing themselves to you, also he would be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, like this is my shot, right? Like yeah. I have to say what I have to say." But you're just so unsure of how deep other relationships are. So when you sent him home, I totally. I saw that because everybody else had no problem saying exactly how they felt, even though even even Brendan and what he said, you know, mm-hmm. how he was like, I, you know, I really want to be sure this time, even right. him expressing that is still expressing a an emotion to you and telling you, well, I'm a little scared. And you're like, well, I was married, too. And I'm <laughs> a little scared, too. Like, you know, and that's like still that bond that was just like, I think, missing um, in the moment that you were looking for, I guess. Yeah. With I don't know. I, what Joe? Yeah. I want to hear your input because you're a guy. So <laughs> yeah. what do you think? I, yeah, I think it, she's he's just polar opposite from all the other guys. It's just crazy because like he was like, like I said, like he's like I don't even know what crying means. And then the other guys, Chris Harrison walks in the door and says hello, and everybody starts tearing up. It's like <laughs> I'm like, what am I watching? You know? And it was just it was frustrating because I think he does. Um, I, I thought I think there's definitely a connection between you two, and I think he's into you. I think you are into him. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a letdown watching it. It was a letdown because it was yeah. kind of like, dude, fucking wake up. So many but, people yeah. are rooting for him. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. And yeah. I, it, you know, and I think like this is kind of why. Like, I'm just gonna like let you guys in. I don't know why. I feel like it's a venting session right now. <laughs> I won't let fun. it go on for too long. But I will say, I think this is why I said like be vulnerable and like try to show yourself in the beginning because like I very much so am an energy person and like if you're gonna be closed off like. I just feel that and I end up getting closed off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when these guys started being vulnerable, like I was able to just be there for them and also vocalize my input, which you guys didn't really see a lot of, which kind of sucks, but whatever. Um, But that's how we connected. And that's why these guys feel, I feel like are comfortable. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. But I also felt like, you know, with Ben, like it was just like a constant kind of like, I have to pull something out of you. And like, that could be exhausting at times. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I just want you just to freaking tell me and not have me beg for it. Well, especially, especially when you're, you're, you know, you're also dating multiple men and going through different emotions and figuring out who they are and what you want. Yeah. Then it just puts more, you just have to do more work and it's a pain in the ass. Absolutely. Well, it's just like, like, I get it again. I get it. I've been on that side. I was also yeah. really like took me a minute to open up, but so I understand that. But at the same time, at this point, when your families are starting or like are here and like things like that, like and you still can't tell me, then like maybe it's me and I'm just like 
I'm trying for something that maybe possibly isn't there. And him not vocalizing kind of validated that in my mind. Like, you know what? Maybe he's just not feeling it. And it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. Makes sense. But this actually kind of segues into some of the clickbait this week, which is really interesting because um, I guess it kind of starts like the ASAP Rocky and like Rihanna thing. Like they're starting to date and whatnot. And apparently like they've always had, well, ASAP Rocky has always been into her. And, like, he's made advances, but Rihanna kind of, like, shushed it to the side kind of thing. And, like, I guess they finally decided to, like, dive in to see if that's, like, a thing. And for so long, I think she friend-zoned him that they, like, kind of prevented this relationship. And now they're really happy and they're dating. So my question to you is, that kind of brings it back to, like, this whole relationship thing and not vocalizing real feelings and kind of, like, holding back. Um, The friend-zone. Have you guys ever fallen a victim to it? Like, have you ever felt like, you know, like we could be a good match. I'm having a hard time vocalizing it. And then you get friend zoned in a result. As a result. As a result. <laughs> As a result. Um, okay. I, I, um, all right. I'm going to be honest. I've never. <laughs> <laughs> I just I've got never, into this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, I personally, I've never been uh, friend zoned. So. No. <laughs> No, no. Joe, I mean, the okay, Joe. Wait, Joe, I'm, I'm Joe do you have girlfriends that are yeah, just Joe. friends? Uh, you guys. That <laughs> 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 uh, is, I was going to say, that's rude, but also like, we love you, so it's fine. Why do you think they keep me on Zoom? Oh, yes. <laughs> no, no. All right. So I'm going to be honest. Like, yeah, so that's for a no. Me, for, well, here's the thing. I, oh I don't. God, I don't think like. Guy. No, I, I'm. If I'm into somebody sexually mm-hmm. or attracted mm-hmm. to them, I'm not going to allow myself to get friend zoned. I'm going to pretty much be upfront about it pretty quickly. Yeah, but how? Um, but and and so what you're saying is ten out of ten. The girl's like, yeah, great. Is that what you're saying? Because I think a. I mean, I was really excited about this clickbait because ASAP Rocky and Rihanna are two of my favorite people, like celebrities ever. Mm-hmm. And if you look at pictures of them, like hanging out, because they've been friends for a while. I mean, the way he looks at her. I mean, yeah. I, he definitely was like, look here, whenever you ever, whatever, want to call me, I'll be there. Okay, I'll send in the jet. I'll be there. Like, he, I mean, I, I got to pull up a picture so you guys, it's just, it's so good. But you just see it in his eyes. But I think. He definitely expressed how he feel how he felt, but she was like, "That's nah, okay, you know, I, I'm Rihanna and I can be with anyone, so let me just be by myself." I mean, that is very true. I'm not. Trying, <laughs> I'm definitely not trying to um, compare my reality to what Rihanna may feel, but I'm just saying, like, you never know. Like sometimes when you, I guess the timing is everything, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. timing is everything, and. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they could have like she could have given in to him a little bit earlier on and it just wouldn't have lasted. And maybe like now she's like ready for that kind of relationship. Maybe she always knew. I need you guys to see. Okay, but like, all right. All right. Can you see this? Is that them just hanging out? No, it's like they're at a red carpet thing. But do you see how he's looking at her? And she's in love. Look at that. This is is like years ago. They love each other. Okay, that is true. All right. Let's, how about this? Like, but how do you friend zone somebody? Like, how, how do you, what do you do? Like, how do you okay. put them in the friend zone? Okay. I will say that for me personally, yeah. I meet a person and I mean, there are very, 
I live in New York. There's lots of hot people here. But my telltale thing when I know a guy is into me that I'm not into, because at first it just starts off as like friends. You're like getting to know each other. Everyone's a friend at first for me, at least. Mm-hmm. And then if I'm... <laughs> They See, I don't, I don't even know if I buy that, what you no. just said. <gasps> what? By what? No. Everyone's a friend. It takes a while, it takes a while to even become a friend. No, you know? what I mean is, is like when I meet someone for the first time, unless it's like on a dating app, but if I like in real life, when life was open, if I met someone, it would be like, oh, hi, you're like, she gives nice- them the time of day. Like, she's not yeah. saying like, oh, let's go hang out. But she's just saying like, I'm sweet to you. Yeah, just because, <laughs> just because you're hot doesn't mean I want to date you. Is what I'm saying or just because I'm attracted to you doesn't mean I want to date you so mm-hmm. let's see if you're like if you're you know if you can keep up I guess <laughs> you know what I mean but yeah when I know that a guy is into me and I'm not into them after whatever period of time that is I immediately start talking about like someone that I am into that's how I friend zone a guy that's my like oof, thing oof, I'll that's like harsh Damn, yeah that's I'll, brutal yeah I'll be like oh you see him over there he cute and he cute look <laughs> like I'll just like start like doing that's that that's actually one way to do it I guess and then the guy's like I mean come on if you're if you're a guy and a girl's talking about another guy you're not gonna be like well she's in love with me <laughs> I guess that's like an easy way to kind of like you know a soft blow is that a soft blow would you consider that a soft blow Joe um I know I would I would say that was harsh and I'd be very offended by that and I'd probably get up and leave. No, if you're just <laughs> friends. Oh my god, this guy, Joe. Okay, well, let's just say we're in a bar. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you think look, we're, at the, we're at the we're at the bar? Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Natasha and I are together. Okay. You think Natasha is very beautiful and you want to go up and talk to her? Okay? okay. So you start talking to her. You're kind of into. Her, you're trying to like lay on the little like the, your little whatever you do. Your little well, I'm gonna pop. stop you right there, right? Because oh, God. <laughs> no, no, no. I want you to keep going. But all I'm going to say is if you two are at the bar and I'm into Natasha. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm talking to you. I'm giving you more of my attention. That's true. I oh, guess that's here true. we go. See, <laughs> see, no, I'm and just see, saying. And and see, that's works. true, though, because you usually talk to like the friend and then that girl starts eyeing him. Uh-huh. Oh, I've done, tell you? I've done this. Yes, You're smart. Yes, but that doesn't work Listen, for me. I've been, I've been in the game for a long time. Listen, yeah, Natasha. Yeah, no shit, but it hasn't been very successful at the Joe, same time. So, honey, I'm you telling watch you, Joe, <laughs> Joe, it doesn't work for me. When I tell you it doesn't work for me, it does not work for me. When I when I go out with my girlfriends and most of my girlfriends are beautiful like they are just stunning especially here in, in new york because a lot of them are models they're they're so pretty right. if a guy is talking to one of my girlfriends i'm like oh they like each other okay i'm on to the next one like i'm like i'm not gonna just that doesn't I work guess, for me i okay let me say a little something about this that is also true because if someone's into your friend like let them be into your friend yeah I, if, and i, I love like that a guy that has confidence to come up to me yes. but i will tell you yes I will tell you that doesn't really happen very often. Like, but honey, it do it happens though, not often, and that's why. Look, yeah, that's why I'm single. At right least now. maybe down here in Newport, which is why I always say, like, I feel like there's a lot of boys down here that like to play <coughs> games mm. and talk to the friend and not just come up to you. You know what well, I mean? Okay, mm-hmm. in that scenario, but if you were standing, Hello? actually, you know what? I'm going to contradict myself. There you go. There you go. I know what you mean, though. Like, you think it's a good tactic, but also that makes it messy. Because then what if my friend ended up starting to like you? Okay, here's the thing, right? It's I could sense if it's going to work. 
I, I pick up on, on certain vibes and, I, and I'll be able to tell yeah. if, if I think vibes. that move would work or if I think the move would just be to approach you. It's all about eye contact, right? If we haven't made so eye contact true. throughout the night, then I would probably figure out. Now, if you're looking at me, I'm mm-hmm. not going to approach the friend. I'm going to approach you. And I'm going to be like, hey, how you doing? Have you ever had wow. wrong signals? Have you read the signals wrong, Joe? Um, and been friend zoned. So you, you said you've never been friend zoned. I've been, yeah, but I've been turned down. What I'm saying is I, um, mm. I've been turned down plenty of times. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's humble, guys. He's humble. No, I, I have. I've been turned down plenty I of times. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's true. It's, it's terrible. It's it's not fair. I mean, I've been um, turned down. I mean, like, I, I've fair. even friend zoned myself. You know, what I mean? have you ever friend zoned yourself? I think I friend zoned myself. I have friend zoned myself before too. Like, oh, he would never. He this isn't a. This I isn't do a that. Thing. I do that all the time. I mm-hmm. don't know. It's just like my thing. Okay, so at the end of the day, I'm just saying, signals mean everything. Signals okay, mean also, everything. It's all about eye contact. It is, but also you need to vocalize your feelings if you want the freaking girl man up or just like grab a little bit of that courage and yes. just do it because that's what girls want at the end that's of the day. That's what we want. What a okay. girl want. I like that. What that's good. Okay. <laughs> you know what's going to be super fun is okay in the in the whole game of love but what's going to be really fun is seeing Matt James fall in love this season because I just went through that entire journey and I know how taxing it is on like your mental health, your emotional health. Well, maybe I shouldn't say health on your emotional stability. Or your mental stability. <laughs> I think health was good. I think mental health was good. Mm-hmm. But do you know yep. what I mean? So Chris Harrison just did an interview that actually said Matt's season is going to be gut wrenching. And I don't really know if Chris has described a season like that before. He always says it's dramatic. He always says it's never been done before, but I don't know if he's ever said gut wrenching. And I don't think he has. I, I know, which is kind of what makes me a little nervous. Um, maybe because Matt's never been in this in like a journey like this before. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, it is very unconventional, but only we get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's never he's never been on the other side, and now he's just went straight to being the bachelor. So. I have a lot to say about like the emotional strain of going through everything and like how much it takes. But like, how do you guys feel about the fact that I don't know, he's never really been in this world before. And now he's going to take the entire lead of the whole thing. Well, I mean, I guess I actually had somewhat of a similar experience. I mean, obviously not the bachelor, but I went on bachelor in paradise Mm -hmm. without really being on the show, Mm -hmm. which was That's true actually but it, it's a looser uh it's just a looser paradise is much more lax yes much more relaxed it's just it's a lot easier so i think but yeah i mean to be the bachelor and have to go through you know you're dating so many women and they're constantly getting pressed about do you you know your feelings and Matt doesn't see, I'm assuming Matt wasn't a guy that was like really open about his feelings. Uh, most guys really aren't. Like I, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when, once they're just pressing you and pressing you and pressing you and you're like, what is going mm-hmm. on? <laughs> it isn't very common for guys to be so open and vulnerable 24-7. And so, yeah, I think that this process definitely teaches you to be like emotionally stripped and like 
maybe confront like the really raw things as opposed to like, oh yeah, so like let's go out to eat and let's go have fun. Let's see if we could dance. You know what I mean? Like it's it's very much to like, do I even want to like, I don't know. Can I talk to you about my finances? Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you guys feel about being emotionally stripped? Like, do you think that's a positive thing or a negative thing? I think it's a great thing. I think it's positive too. And I also think that, I mean, I like how Chris said that they had to go back to the ABCs and like, you know, they'd just be going through and he'd be like, wait, what's a rose ceremony? Wait, what's this? What's that? And he didn't really know. And I think that, you know, with him being the first black bachelor, there will be a lot of new viewers watching. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, someone who was completely thrown into the world, not knowing what the first impression rose was or anything like that. Um, and a lot of my friends who watch because I was on the show who had never watched before, it's like, I think it'll be good to kind of see them telling him and going through these things because there'll be a lot of first timers watching his season, I think, for the first time because of that representation and the climate that we're in right now with social justice and everything. Um, so I That's thought a great that, point. Yeah, I thought that was a really great um, part of what Chris Harrison was saying when he was talking about kind of like retelling the story and like rewinding the wheel which was great but um yeah you have no to answer your question joe you have no uh emotional um crutch you know we we lean on our family and our friends so much for our like emotional support i think mm -hmm. and when you're out mm -hmm. there and you're there you're just with you and your feelings and people who care about you and you know and and you want to date this person and you're all in your feelings and love and yeah i think it's a good thing though because since the show for me oh i tell guys exactly how i feel now whereas i would hide too yeah i mean i agree i feel like being on the bachelor has definitely it definitely comes with a lot of ups and downs in a way like the negativity sucks but i think the positive definitely outweigh everything and i think the one thing that i've taken away from like all of my experiences is the fact that i like my communication and my relationships is 10 times better oh amen I like and i think that that's everything yes amen how about, how about natasha how about you one thing you you've taken away from coming off the show um i wouldn't say well i mean i think telling a person when you're dating what you're looking for earlier than later that is something that I learned from being on the show. Definitely. Yeah. Um, like yeah, for sure. Because okay. time is so important on the show and you translate that to real life and you're like, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Joe? Uh, I would say not even reality TV could phase the grocer. Next <laughs> top. <laughs> Somebody get that. Someone go pick up Joe. He's not well. He needs to go. <laughs> the grocer. Okay, good. listen. Okay, okay, okay. Once a grocer, always okay. a grocer. Got it. So one piece of clickbait that I fell victim to this week was um, the fact that Margot Robbie put her bungalow up for sale. And it's ridiculous for how much she's asking. Like, I will say that I freaking love real estate and I love interior design and all that kind of stuff. So you will catch me sitting on my couch like, searching Zillow and Redfin for no freaking apparent reason because I'm not looking to buy a house right now, but soon. But how am I supposed to buy a house when there's like a bungalow that's 900 square feet for $1.2 million? Oof. Like, yeah. I, I'm so sorry, but like, I'm going to be 
That's the price. Know. I mean, is that that's the price you have to pay to live in a desirable city, a big city? Okay, mm-hmm. but would you rather pay like a high price to live like like in LA or New York because like it's just desirable or because or would you rather like live in like the suburbs because it's you'll get a bigger house and actually be happy? Well, maybe would I don't know if you would be happier. But get more for your money. Like I guess I, I yeah, no, I I I think that's I actually ask myself that question all the time. I too, Tasha, love interior design. If you could see my mirror from Restoration Hardware. So, I actually know. did notice that and that's actually really funny. Joe, who are you? Like, yeah, there's many layers. There's many layers to Joe, but yeah. I yeah, I ask myself that all the time. I I have friends that live in big homes in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I have friends that live in the city and for me I there's there's almost like um a depression that comes over me when I'm in a suburb. Uh, I need like a lot of people. I want you need the energy. I need the, the energy. I need coffee houses. I need yeah. people on the street swearing at each other. I need cigarettes. <laughs> I need. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I mean, it sounds I need, like you need New York. That's what I, that's, that's yeah. New no, York I, I I love New York City. So and I, and I love Chicago, and I really really enjoy LA. I, for me. I would much rather be in one of those three bigger cities yeah. um, than in a suburb or I, I'd rather live in an 800 square foot apartment in New York yeah, City. But is it worth like $1.2 million? Like, I'm, yes. so, I, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. I but will like, say it was, at that point, you're working to live. Well, yeah. but what else? I mean, you unless you have like a million dollars, just be like, uh, here you go. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't have that kind of money. Not yet. Not yet. If you do, just let me know. I'll move in. Not yet. But I will. I mean, I live in New York. (laughs) So living in New York City, you really do. You know, it's the energy of the city that you love so much. Right. And with that said, we but with the pandemic happening right now and like, you know, with this whole thing, it's like the energy of the city is gone. So. You know, my friends that have houses and all the Yeah. So right now, yeah, it is more desirable to be in a suburb or a bigger house or space because you're just at home all day. But the honest truth in normal life, I'm never home. I come home to sleep. I come home to eat and I'm out most of the time. I mean, I don't even know when you even eat at home most of the time, you know, because we're always going to fancy restaurants or this or that. Okay, but what about when a husband comes in the picture and kids? Well, yeah, then you have more space. Of course, it's just me. So I have a small I have a small studio. Right. Yeah. So it's but, we're willing to compromise on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it depends on how many kids. If I had one kid and my husband, depending on when that happens, I might stay in the city. But if we decide to have a plentiful family, <laughs> then I we would it. need space for that. You know, so I think it's very important to also just... But the the energy when you're a city person, like I'm a city person, I'm from Chicago originally. You yeah. being in the suburbs, you're like, okay, and <laughs> you're like, yeah. so I, I see what you yeah. mean, Joe. You're like, okay, and and routine really isn't great unless you travel a lot, right? Yeah. So right now, mm, it's like, yeah, I'd love to have, uh, you know, my friends have houses in the Hamptons. We go there a lot. Uh, because it's just, you just need the space. It's a right breath now. of fresh air, I'm sure. For me, I really am not an LA girl. I'm definitely an Orange County girl. I like being over here. It is still really expensive down in Orange County, but I will say it's better than living in Orange County or in LA, I think. But also at the same time, I definitely want to move to New York. So I'm going to struggle quite a bit if I ever did there, did move there because 
You do want to move to have, New York? Yeah, I've always wanted. It's either like oh Europe gosh, or New York, guys. to be honest. Me too. Can you I've guys just move here with me? We'll be one big clickbait family. Joe, let's move <laughs> to New York. I mean, not together, of course. But like, yeah. let's all move to New York and we can have a podcast in New York. That'd be kind of fun. I, I, I would actually... I'm really considering it. I will tell you guys, I'm there's a new kidding. place being built right Joe. next door to me. And there's also, they just built a Target right by my place. <laughs> That's very where, important. No, that this is, is game changer. All right. Game changer. Especially in New York, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't wait. I haven't been there yet because I just got back and they just finished building it. Like it's a brand new Target. So... I'm excited. You guys move to House Kitchen. It's fun. It's I'm going to have to work a lot more because I'm sorry, but I'm a girl that likes a little bit of space. I have way too many clothes. I mean, I use all my closets in my house and it's just me. Okay. And it's, I have two bedrooms. So there is lots of closets here and it's all my clothes and I need more space. Oh, also, yeah. the bathroom is he- uh, huge here and I need a big bathroom. So if I do move to New York, I'm going to need. My well, bathroom's a nice fine. size for New York, yeah, um, I mean, but it's... my whole apartment is small. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, space space in Manhattan's like $4 million. So, Uh, but you know what? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe uh, clickbait really just goes to the moon. Takes off. Yeah, hopefully (laughs) we're the number one podcast. All right. So, that's a shout out to subscribe. That's a shout out to subscribe. Let's round this up. Let's round this out with like if you have kids, right? Kids and a family. Do you prefer the space or do you prefer the city with less space? I'm going to still say I'm, I go city. I want my kids to be raised in a city too. Mm. I'm going to say space because I I think I would love for my kids to play in the backyard and be able to be outdoorsy. Like I don't want video games and TV and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to say I'm, I'm praying for a world of both. I can keep my little <laughs> apartment in the city and I'm going to have my house in the birds. I just, you know, that's right on both. I need both. And that's a uh, New York response, to be honest with you. Yes. A lot of people have exactly just that. So mm-hmm. that's a good answer. Yep. I like it. We're all that's, true to ourselves. That's, that's what we aspire for here in New York. And also, Tasha, boom, 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 boom. This brings me to my burning question that I've been dying to ask you all episode. Shoot. Okay. When the episode aired a, cu- a few nights ago, um, I saw Blake waxing an area of Kenny. <laughs> yeah. And there was no context. I and know. I was like, what, how, where, were you there for that? What was going on? I was like, what is, what's happening? <laughs> that was a lot so of comical boxes. to watch because I'm, these guys did some like crazy things, but you guys didn't <laughs> see all of the things. It was actually, it was on the date um, of Tasha's Truth or Dare when all the guys did all these um, little obstacles, like drinking the the smoothies with all the like weird stuff in it, mm-hmm. you know, the O station the and all that stuff. And then they had a waxing station and they had to wax a part of themselves for me or something like that. I don't really know why, <laughs> but Kenny decided to wax there. Um, a lot of guys like wax like this random strip of like on their back, like people waxed a T in their leg, like with their hair. Like it was just great. Um, Ooh, but yeah, that's where that, that? kind of came from. A couple people. I'll tell you guys after. I have oh. so much like little juicy tea I can spill, but I don't want to like... Yeah. Um, so it was a really cute station, but I, maybe there was just like, it was mm-hmm. odd to like just see male hair coming off. I don't really know why it wasn't aired, but. Wait, so truth or dare, Joe, would you do that? Would you have a guy wax your, where would a guy wax for you? Where would you have someone wax for you? <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I would not have a guy wax any part of me. But you have mm-hmm. to. Uh-huh. If you had to, where would you it would, be? You would, you would, you would forfeit for your bachelorette. Really? That's what you All would right. do. So, I mean, if a guy is going to wax, I, I have him la- wax like my calf or my leg. Mm. You know, listen, mm. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. This is this is getting weird. We're, I'm, I'm done talking about guys waxing each other. All right, it's time. You guys know. <laughs> I, I don't know where we're going with Maybe this. Maybe that's okay. why it wasn't aired because it was just weird. It uh, was weird. I, it was awkward. Okay, uh, but I do. It. You know, just for our listeners, I am very well groomed. Okay, but you guys I know. I love how he has to tell people that. Like, does anybody ask Joe? Um, I'm just. I'm still single, Somebody. so you know, I'm putting it out there. I'm a well groomed man. All right. But you know what? You guys know it. You guys know what time it is. It is time for our guest. You definitely know him as one of the stars of the hit reality show, Jersey Shore. He is a reality star, a stripper, as he often calls himself, an author, and so much more. Please welcome Vinny Guananino. Vinny, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Of course. This is so fun for us. Same. (laughs) <laughs> all right so okay so you got you so obviously you know we're all from the bachelor world and i gotta ask you to kick this interview off we saw you post a picture of the bachelorette playing in the background are you a fan of the show how long have you been a fan of the show what season did you get kicked off <laughs> which one's your favorite i mean what's going on give us, give us, the, give us the bachelor tea. yeah i was heavy into the bachelor live tweeting for a while um <laughs> I started at Nick's season, I believe. Oh. And then um, I watched like Rachel's season. I watched a couple of Paradises. Um, and then I started working again. So <laughs> I, I, stopped, I stopped watching religiously until this last season. I started watching Claire's season. Um, and uh, then I stopped watching it again. So I kind of pop in and out to the, to the world. Do you have... Um do you have any thoughts on Tasha right now? <laughs> throw, well, throw all right. Oh, he he cleared his throat and he said, uh, oh, "Well, <laughs> yeah." Um, so I'm kind of sweating now at this point. So what's going on? Lay it on me. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a compliment, but I don't know oh. if you actually want to hear the compliment because um, Claire's season, like when I first started watching it, was such like a hot mess express that <laughs> I was on board, and then when you came along. It was, you know, like you're like you're like normal and everything, and mm-hmm. I kind of, I it's not the reason why I dropped off. It was just I was more into the hot mess express, and you're too normal for me. Totally, I was fine. like, I don't want to see like an actual real human. <laughs> I want to see, I want to see madness and a shit show. Oh God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to disappoint. Um, that is too funny, but hey, I appreciate being called normal so it's you know what i mean i was like it's a compliment but i don't you know but uh i'm i'm still gonna (laughs) pop my head in once in a while stability stability okay okay that's fine hopefully i could start stir up a little madness at some point we'll see (laughs) Vinny, would Uh, you ever um would you ever consider hopping over to abc because everybody knows that you tried to find love on your own show would you ever consider taking the lead and being the bachelor um yeah for sure i definitely would um i know that we've done the double shot at love show which is like the ratchet version version of the bachelor (laughs) which was uh which was interesting but um i don't know like i'm a little insecure and you guys are like way too handsome and all american for me like these guys are i'm 33 
these dudes are like 24 and they look like grown ass men. Like I still wear I sweatpants all day. Like I don't have, I'm not like chiseled like that. I don't have like that crazy jawline. I don't look like a Ken oh my doll. God. So I'm like, hey. I don't belong on ABC. Keep me on MTV with the, the ratchet people. Right, I got to ask you. across my chest. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, a, I'm you know, I'm Italian, Italian family, the, the whole thing. Um, <laughs> I got to ask you, what's the most ratchet thing that ever happened on your show? Can you say it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm dying to know this. What kind of mess did you get yourself into? Yeah. Not that, like, anything specifically ratchet happened. It, it's just. It's just the whole thing. It's just it's the, the people that were on it. It was the, uh, you know, and, and we pride ourselves on that. That's kind of like what Jersey Shore was. It was never taken too <laughs> seriously, you know, and The yeah. Bachelor can be a little bit serious and dramatic mm-hmm. and uh, ours, it, it got like that. But, but for the most part, it was fun and big and loud and, and that kind of stuff. So you pride yourself on, on The Ratchet. Yeah. I mean, it is <laughs> it's more fun, like obviously. three houses. There you go. Exactly. That's you can't beat that. Speaking about houses, we were just talking about how Margot Robbie just like sold sold her like shoebox of a house for one point two million in L.A. And I just hear that you just bought a house in L.A. Is that right? Yeah, it's funny. I heard you guys having like the New York uh, discussion. It's literally what I go through every day comparing (laughs) New York to L.A. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm by coastal because my family lives in New York. But ultimately, you get like a lot more in LA for what you get in New York. And, uh, mm-hmm. I wanted like a nice house and a view and a pool and stuff. So yeah, I just, uh, I'm taking a leap. I'm going to try to go out there for part time and, uh, see what happens. That's nice. the, that's the dream by coastal for sure. Cause you get the yeah. best of both worlds, right? Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. LA and New York. That sounds nice. I don't so know. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was in LA. I'm from Chicago. I was in LA, but there's a part of me like I just love that, like Chicago, New York, that big city uh, vibe that I, w- I was missing in LA. But LA is still really—I mean, it's beautiful. And you well, in New York, I mean, look, I'm from New York. There's nothing like it. It's the best city in the world um, right now. Things are a little I weird, agree. and um, yeah, you know, it it's re- it's very cold, and everyone's kind of locked into their little condos. Once it opens back up, then I'm all about New York, but. Just for now, like I was more about like having a house vibe. I mean, we're all staying home right now. So um, that's ultimately what led me to, you know, palm trees, sunshine and that kind of shit. Yeah. And a little mm-hmm. bit more room to breathe. We were just talking about that as well. Yeah, exactly. I actually have, a, I actually have an interesting question for you. So sure. one thing I know I wanted to talk to you about was mental health. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know you're a huge advocate for that. And we've been talking well, you've talked about your struggle with anxiety and you've been really open about it for a really long time. So can you tell us um, how do you continue to be like that in being a public figure and like you take on so many projects and how do you manage your mental health at the same time? First of all, buying a house with bigger space, one of those things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, First of all, I had anxiety before it was cool. Okay. I had anxiety (laughs) on TV before it was like a thing. Um, I used to like, scream out that I was having anxiety and everyone kind of looked at me funny. Like what, what's wrong with this kid? But now it's a lot, there's a lot more awareness behind it. And a lot of people are talking about it and people actually go back and they watch that season where I came out and spoke about having, um, anxiety and, uh, and people like, Oh shit. Like I get it now. (laughs) Someone tweeted the other day. They're like, I totally watched that differently (laughs) when I was a teenager and you're watching Jersey shore just to 
for the partying aspect of it to right. watching it now as an adult and being like, like after going through some stuff, you know, I, I started yes. young with that, but basically, um, you know, I just, uh, I have a brain that I'm an overthinker and, um, I've had it since I was a little kid. And as you guys know, being on a reality show is a, is a, someone with anxiety's worst nightmare. Um, because you are locked up, uh, you know, you can't read a book, you can't turn on a TV. I mean, back in the day, we were totally guerrilla style. We were closed off from the whole world. And, uh, for the most part, I I did pretty, pretty good at it. But some, sometimes like at that particular time when we were filming, we had just filmed for like three months straight and my body, my brain just couldn't take it anymore. A lot of it is physical for me. And I just Mm -hmm. hadn't slept in like a week. And if I don't sleep, I become like manic. Like I'm just not mm-hmm. myself anymore. And I was like, guys, yeah. I got to get out of here and just, and just sleep. And, yeah. uh, and that's what made me, uh, end up leaving and everything. And throughout the years, I've just developed like a, a toolkit of, you know, things that help me, um, with my thoughts and challenge my thoughts and contemplate them. A big part of that is physical and working out. And, um, it just equipped me over the years. And as you grow older, you start to recognize and see the anxiety for what it is instead of letting it totally consume you like I used to do in the past. So I always tell everybody now, my biggest message is to never seek perfection with it and never seek to be cured of it because you're never going to be perfect and it's never going to happen. It's really Mm -hmm. just about managing the stresses that happen that come to you on a day-to-day basis because you will face those stresses and it's just about managing them handling them and getting through to to the next day yes like being being present and i'm and when you are present you say hi thought or hi whatever that thing is and you deal with that one thing and then you get through it i am I love that. And I'm very much you're speaking to me, too, because I also suffer from anxiety and I have meditation has literally saved my life from that. Mm -hmm. Um, But with the pandemic happening, how has that affected your anxiety and mental health now that, you know, in the present day? So um, I think basically it's like you just said, like being present is one of those tools in my toolkit. Going to the Mm -hmm. gym is another tool in my toolkit. being generous, giving, uh, is another way mm-hmm. to like shut down your ego. Um, you know, sitting back and listening to your thoughts from an objective point of view is another item in my toolkit. And, um, my point of this all is like, after developing those tips and tricks, no matter what you end up facing in life, you can apply those same, uh, mechanisms to what's going on. So when the pandemic came around, it was actually easier for someone like me because mm-hmm. I'm very used to dealing with my obsessive negative mind and saying like, mm-hmm. and laughing at it almost, um, from going through the yeah. stuff that I've gone through in the past. So when I was younger and I'm not trying to sell my book here because it's like 10 years old, but <laughs> I had a book called control the crazy. And, Ooh. um, you know, I explained to people that, you know, you don't have to be, have anxiety. You don't have to have depression. You don't have to have PTSD. You can use these, uh, you know, mechanisms of everyone should be present. Everyone should learn how to breathe. Everyone should do yoga. Everyone should work out because you're going to face challenges in life. And like I said, this pandemic is another one of those challenges for sure. And, and also like, I kind of like quarantine and stuff because I'm like an introvert. And I chill at home with my dog all day anyway. So (laughs) so I I got to ask you. 
I gotta ask you before before pandemic, you being an introvert, how how is it being a stripper with Chippendales? Like, how are you able to do An anxiety driven stripper? Good question. Good question. Um, first of all, like I said, um, any kind of stress and anxiety, it pops up at a weird time, like during filming. You know, it's not right. I, I'm never. I was. I was never like agoraphobic. Where. I'm, in fact, I'm the opposite. Like I go out, I do crazy shit all the time. But you right. know, if you like deprive me of sleep for a week, you're going to start to see like a walking ball of jitters, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like performing and stuff, the stage is the only time where I am fully, fully present. And there are mm-hmm. no negative thoughts creeping into mm-hmm. to me. So, and I'm on stage right now while I'm speaking to you guys, when I'm stripping, when I'm, trying to do stand-up comedy or improv or whatever, that's where I feel, or even like live TV, like hosting a live red carpet is where I feel mm. the calmest because yeah. I am fully present and, um, and all the nerves go away and I love it. Cause you're oh, not wow. like alone in your thoughts and you're not like just sitting there like obsessing over it. You have like another distraction. You have energy from the people. Yeah. You're fo- you have really flow. You're focusing on this task that you have to do and you're having fun and it's just a recipe for a good time as opposed to what you just said, sitting in your house and just like alone with your thoughts and driving yourself crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I, I one heard. thing that's really important to take away is the fact that you built these tools like over time. It's not something you just develop the next day. You know what I mean? Or like you just go to one therapy session and you figure it out. Like, cause I think you never know what life's going to throw at you. But once you like go through every single one of those like hurdles, like you figure out how to navigate that. And now you have, like how you said, now you're using your tools to go through what you're doing in quarantine. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of yeah. ebbs and flows with the way that like took a lot goes. of time for sure. Um, you know, I read a lot of books and like you just said, you know, you have to, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom and you have to mm-hmm. like um, really be faced with some tough situations in order to, to figure it out. And then you can like, you can use those and then everything else becomes a lot easier. All the little stuff becomes easier. Right. So mm-hmm. how was it, how was it filming Jersey shore during the pandemic? Um, so we filmed recently and we basically did like a NBA bubble. Like we filmed, Oh, well, you guys did on the bachelor too. Yeah. We filmed, like yeah. we were just in a bubble. Um, it was weird with us though, because like, you have a competition going on. So, mm-hmm. and you're always kind of in a bubble um, on the bachelor. Like when I did my dating show, like we never left the house. So you could right. easily do that show with us. It was an adjustment because we are used to like interacting with the outside world and going to restaurants and stuff, mm-hmm. but um, it worked. You know, if there's anybody that's seasoned enough to make it, to create a show out of locking us up somewhere, it's us yeah. and just bouncing off of each other. And we also had a lot of drama that was like going on with the girls in the house that it kept us really busy. Cause the whole time it's just like the guys trying to get these girls to make up with each other. And literally we had like a job to do every day. Uh, and awesome. that, that is a full-time job getting girls to make up with each other that hate each other. <laughs> You, you guys, guys are crack- just as dramatic as the girls, okay? You guys crack me up. I mean, your dynamic with Polly is honestly it's one of my favorite on TV. I mean, I remember watching you guys when I was I'm your age, so oh, nice. I kind of grew up, I grew up with it and it's uh <laughs> yeah, I, I I could relate to it. it. I actually um I listened to you in an interview where you said your mom started crying when she saw you 
as the Chippendale stripper, but yeah. Tears of Joy. I, I don't know. Maybe I feel, it was disappointment. <laughs> I, I, feel, I, feel like every, I feel like every Italian mother, it doesn't matter what their son does, as long as he's handsome. As long as people think he's handsome, they're happy. That's it. My mom has literally have, has seen me post like the red carpet of the VMAs and this and that. And, and uh, you know, kind of didn't really budge to that. But just when she was in that room in Chippendales and saw people cheering for her baby boy, um, she started crying. You know, she, it, it never it never gets old to her. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Unless it was tears of disappointment, like I said. No, no. I, don't I have a question. So. You've had so much success with like the Jersey Shore. You've had countless spinoff shows, TV shows, books, stripping. Um, <laughs> we know. <The> Guido. <laughs> we have to know for you, like, what was like the pinnacle of your career? Like, what was your favorite? What meant the most? Um, hmm, I'm still looking for it, to be honest. Um, really? I, oh, yeah, for sure. That's exciting, I, though. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I think that, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Um, I really want to be an actor. Like that's always been uh, a dream of mine. I've been in school plays like my whole life and stuff. So every time I've kind of landed little acting roles from this Mm -hmm. opportunity, I just Mm -hmm. like, I'm like, this is amazing. Like, this is what I want to do. I have like a trailer and I'm reading my lines and like, I'm like, people get paid for this. Like, this is crazy. (laughs) So that's really what I enjoy doing. That's the goal that I always have in mind. Um, but until then it's really just a wild, wild roller coaster ride, you know, of you guys know how it is. Like you're just doing different opportunities come your way and doing a podcast, then you're doing another show and then you're stripping. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe you, can't that you might relate one day. I hope not. Maybe Joe. You're going to get Joe and Chippendales. Uh, you know what? I would do it. I, I'm not going to lie. They have guys there all the time. Yeah. Uh, I, I would do it. Call me. I'm I'm in whenever. It's the best job and the easiest job in the world. Like anyone yeah. who laughs at it, like this, they're smoking something because it's, it's yeah. so easy. I, I had the, I had the shower on uh, on Dancing with the Stars. I had the shower on stage, and oh, nice. I was like, "This is uh, I, this is nice. I like it. I feel, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I feel real sexy right now." Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm telling you, there's a whole other side of Joe that we don't know yet, and stripping just might be one of those things that he's going to do next. You never know. But we mm-hmm. fully support you, Joe. Go right ahead. Yes, please, please. We, we support that. <laughs> and also, so I started following your 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 keto guido. Tell me mm-hmm. about your diet. I think that also <laughs> goes with this health and wellness and mental health, like, you know, eating well and eating right. How did you become keto? And is it health or is it like what, what made you start that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so basically, like a couple of years ago, right before Jersey Shore came back, I started this Instagram page to just basically post pictures of my food because I wanted to keep, it was like a side hobby of mine. And I had just started this, this diet that I heard about um, on a couple of podcasts that spoke about eating, you know, bacon and eggs and steak. And I'm like, I could get behind that. Um, so, <laughs> so I started it and uh, I like started to realize it was working and like made me feel better. And then I just became obsessed with it. I just started to, just devour a ton of research and listen to doctors and scientists and nutritionists who basically explain how, you know, kind of 
the traditional food pyramid that we were taught um, mm-hmm. is kind of not right and should be more flipped upside down. And, you know, where all the breads and sugars and pastas are at the, at the you know, um, at the top, like a very little bit. But the foundation should be real foods, just real meat, real vegetables, and uh, and go from there. And then I just went with it. And then it was crazy just because, you know, the show had Paulie D yelling out Keto Guido has a lot to do with, like, things <laughs> catching on. But um, people are truly, truly interested in it. And I, I just, I want to help people. And, and I yeah. think that people have the wrong perception and the wrong relationship with food. So um, that's kind of become like a really big side passion of mine. I started doing it since 2015. Everyone always asks me how much weight did I lose, but it's not about losing weight because you can lose weight on any 30 day diet. It's about what becomes your lifestyle. What's a sustainable <laughs> lifestyle. And to me, it's not just about keto. It's just about, I learned, you know, instead of eating all the processed garbage that's in the middle of the grocery store, I stick to the left side, the right side and the back of the grocery store and just eat the real food. And if the majority of people did that, they would be walking around a lot, a lot leaner and feel a lot better. Yeah. Do you ever read, uh, do you ever read Michael Pollan? No, I'm surprised. He's he's good. He's got a good documentary on Netflix called cooked, but he wrote uh, omnivores dilemma and it, basically talks about how a lot of what you find in a grocery store is terrible for you. And that's real, a real issue is, and it's eating real food is mm-hmm. what we need to get back to. Yeah. You guys should check mm-hmm. out this uh, new one. I posted on my page. It's called sacred cow. Mm. Okay. And, um, like that. It. Yeah. It's a mm-hmm. new one. Um, obviously everyone has their documentary that like is biased to their diet, but I really <laughs> like this one because yeah. it, it was just pretty honest and, um, it's just about, you know, um, sustainability. Cause I don't, I do not love, I don't, I hate, I hate the world that I was born into. I hate that I was born into a world where I feel like I need to eat meat. Um, that's just me personally, but I don't like the way it's prepared and, and brought to my plate on a massive level, but you know, I can't really control that. Um, I, I try to do my best with like, eating, uh, you know, grass fed and farm beef and stuff like that. But this documentary is all about how we could just do everything in a sustainable way and go back in time pretty much to how the world was, um, you know, meant to be like the ecosystem was meant to be. And now it's called like regenerative, regenerative farming. And, uh, that's my new shit. So yeah, definitely check that out. Cool. Well, good. All right. Uh, I'm going to take it away from food and I'm going to bring sure. it uh, to a lighter side. You're single. And we <laughs> saw on your Instagram, three things you want in a woman is a good sense of humor, a dirty mind and a beautiful heart. What qualifies a dirty mind? <laughs> what qualifies? This is Natasha. Natasha has been, been asking me to ask you this the whole time. So I'm getting texts from Natasha. I pretty much have no filter, so you could say anything. Uh, <laughs> Spice it nah, up a little for us. <laughs> I told you I'm the ratchet bachelor, so you guys, <laughs> you guys bring it out. Right, we want to hear it. You got the right one on here. Um, no, I just like, I just, what defines a dirty mind? I mean, you know, I'm very inappropriate. I'm very, I have no filter. Um, I'm a very like sexual person with the right person. And, um, you know, just like if someone just is on that same wavelength as wavelength. me and has that same 
kind of vibe where we can make like sex jokes and and stuff like you know like just <laughs> a, a dirty mind some people you can't do that with so i don't know yeah. you putting me on the spot here i'm blushing <laughs> are you starting to sweat <laughs> let's put it this way the first episode of double shot at love me and the girl maria which everyone thinks i should marry we but like within three within three seconds we were like talking about like squid porn <laughs> okay. okay not that i watch squid porn but like i just i know i know it exists yeah and like we were having a conversation and we were just looking at each other like oh my god you know what that is i know what that is and then all of a sudden you just (laughs) click like we're two aliens on earth and like everyone else is walking around not talking about squid porn porn, and we found each other do you do you have a favorite i do not watch squid porn i I okay yeah yeah yeah, okay do you have a favorite do you have a favorite type of porn do you have a go-to porn um my favorite type of porn (laughs) Yeah, You know, actually, there's a, I actually don't. And I'll tell you why, because there was a study or I read some research that like, what do you think the, what do you think the number one thing that men look at during porn uh, on a woman? Right. And most men said, some said breasts, some said the ass or whatever, the the sex part, but really it's, it's, it's the personality I feel. I think it's a storyline too. The The storyline is good. Storyline's big. I'm a big storyline guy. But, really? But I'm looking. I'm looking at the personality. I'm looking at the two people are actually uh, enjoying it. You know what I mean? Oh, the and chemistry. The chemistry. Like she's really yeah. there and she's really present. And like some of them, some of them are not even doing anything crazy. But I just get like a, a vibe where I'm like, damn, like that's she's sexy. really enjoying this. Yeah, and I and I look for the same thing, obviously, in person too. <laughs> <laughs> Vinny, so do I. Yeah. I, think, right, I have a I question. You can't lie about this. Wait, wait. Once, well, I want. I want to get ratchet. Go ahead. Guys. So go ahead. The uh, I think it, it's. Do you know? Do you know what determines a good BJ? Uh, right. What is it? Or separates a good one from a bad one? Oh, in, I, in, I mean in enthusiasm. Oh, I was gonna say oh. teeth. No, see. It's not well, use your teeth. Teeth, teeth is Stop. big. <laughs> teeth is big, but it's also just like being into it, enjoying it, you know? Oh, yeah. As opposed to just like you trying to go out there and like act like you're you're enjoying yourself or going or so do acting out some kind of porn that you saw. Yeah. You suck that dick with enthusiasm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not telling her to do that. <laughs> no, no, I agree. No, no, I agree. You want some of that? Like, cause if I, uh, you know, if I go down on a girl, I, I enjoy it. Like I do it cause I, I want to. Yeah. Uh, well, I will, part, you know. since, since we're going there, I'll say that <laughs> we're going there. Yeah. I mean, we, we went there now. So <laughs> <laughs> since we're going there, I will mm-hmm. say that God, have um, me on. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a challenge. Like, cause I've met guys who's been like, you know, I don't really like that. I don't really like, yeah, I don't really like BJ's, you know, whatever. Wait, and I'm what? like, yeah, I've, I've had guys, I've heard guys say that a, a lot Never of New York guys before. actually. And I'm just really? like, yeah, for oh, me, I'm like, my dick, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like my heard, favorite thing in the world. <laughs> no, Damn. I've heard so many guys say that. And so for me, I'm like, who are these people? And I'm like, so I take that as like a challenge now. And I'm just like, well, today you are going to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, it's something that when I hear, like, I, I, again, you guys don't, of course, 
have these relations with other men. So I guess this is the thing. But you've never met a girl who was like, I don't really like that. Yeah, girls, you meet that a lot. I've never heard of a man <laughs> saying yeah. that, though. Yeah. Well, but I that mean, it's very interesting. I, I'm telling you, it's I've heard multiple guys say that. And then I and maybe they just say it because they know that, like, to see what I'm going to do about it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. yeah. Now it's, it's in my tactic. head now. That's a bad, that's I can a bad see, like I can see, like, where it gets to a certain point where, like, I'm over it and I want to get to, like, the sex part. Mm. No, yeah. I've had guys it, literally say, like, we don't have to do that because I don't like it. And I'm like, hmm. Is that okay? So should Before. that be a red flag? Is that an area of concern if a guy says that to you? Yeah, is, should that be a red flag? Wait a second. Hmm. I, think I, so. I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I've never heard it before. If I've never heard it, it's a red flag. Yeah, it's a red oh, flag. Tasha, for sure. I've never, I've never encountered that either. So that's kind of strange. Really? Well, right I mean, I will say yeah. after the fact. Like, I mean, this is before, like you know, our first encounter. After the fact, they're like, "Oh, yeah, you can do that whenever you want," but. but now, maybe he didn't, maybe he didn't shower. Maybe, maybe he didn't shower or something. Oh maybe you know. Ooh, maybe he didn't shower see, that day. Well, maybe he's trying to be a nice guy. Like I don't need that, baby. Like that's yeah. Like that's not for you. And then next you time, yeah, nice I will say, I will yeah. say that that is something that happens a lot. And guys, you probably like guys look at me and they think that I'm going to be like really, I guess, prude, and I'm not. And so that type of thing will like happen, mm-hmm. and and I'll be like, well. You know, lady in the streets. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, there are there are like times where I don't want, um, like, if I really like a girl, like having sex with her isn't really not the first thing on my mind, right? You know, so they might be taking you more seriously, and uh, you as know. they should. Yeah, is that how you know that you're actually into a girl when that's not the first thing? Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I'd rather I mean, it actually happen later. Like, I love that. Like build, okay. build, build up to it. You know. Yeah, I'd rather have it. I'd rather actually have it happen later too. But it's it's definitely like but it never on does, your mind. Right? I mean, I mean, it's <laughs> oh it's yeah, it should f- be. I mean, it should be. Thinking. It should be on your mind. But um, yeah, no, it just happened. It's so weird how that happens naturally, where you just literally don't really think that much about it. But then some other people, you're just like, I want to f this person right now. Okay, yeah. I have a question okay. about all of this because this is very interesting. We were just <laughs> oh, talking okay. about mixed signals earlier. So okay, say you don't you respect the woman and you kind of want to take it slow in that regard. Mm-hmm. Are you slower to other things like telling her that you're actually into her? No, usually I'm the opposite. Usually if I'm really into her, I'm like, you know it. <laughs> like I have, okay. that's exactly what I said. Thank oh, you. That's Thank what you. Joe said. Okay. Exactly this is going to come said. full circle. Mm-hmm. So, you don't, let, so Vinny, you don't let yourself get friend zoned, right? Let myself. Oh, hell no. No way. I'll, I'll just, I'll just move on. Have you never been friend zoned before? I've, oh yeah. I've, I've gotten friend zoned. I've gotten friend zoned and like recently and, um, I rare, I rarely will stick, stick around and be that person's friend. <laughs> Maybe if it's someone that like, I really, really want in my life, yeah. I've mm-hmm. kind of gotten better at that, but I'm mm-hmm. stubborn. I'll be like, Nah, like I have enough friends. Goodbye. I don't need you. Oh, <laughs> but it really is just me oh. being bitter and mad that I couldn't get the girl, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, okay. So I have a question for you. Since we're, you're here with the Bachelor people, is there anyone in Bachelor worlds of the seasons that you've watched since Nick's season that you've had a crush on, that you've slid in their DMs, that you were like, that girl is it? I like um, 
It's funny, actually, with The Bachelor, I've I've become friends with a lot of um, girls from The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. However, it was always more like friendly for some reason. Um, I don't know. Like I'm friends with uh, I'm friends with Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm friends with I was friends with Vanessa. Actually, when I was watching Vanessa Grimaldi, that's her last name. Grimaldi. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, oh my god! Like this girl is like like perfect like would be perfect for me she's italian she speaks italian i love canada and she's canadian and <laughs> and she's you know like i love i love women from montreal like they speak like four different languages like effortlessly i'm like that's so sexy um <laughs> but then like you know we just kind of just we we kick it like i kick it with bachelor girls all the time did and she, um, did she friend zone you no, I, I don't. I, oh. No, I think we friend zoned each other, honestly. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. It never. Okay. That's what I'm saying. It never was like I was trying to actively pursue somebody like that. So maybe the answer to your question is no. I haven't really liked someone enough to be like, oh my god, I want to take this person out and 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 have a relationship with them. You know? Yeah. Well, well, I have a little story time for you. You sure. did live tweeting during my season, Peter's oh, season. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> yes, you did. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. No, you mentioned in one of your tweets, you mentioned one of my friends, Sydney, and you said that she was really hot. Wait, which and one is Sydney? Oh, Sydney? yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, he's Googling yeah. her. No, 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 no. She has a, she has a boyfriend, oh. right? She has a boyfriend now. Yes, she has a boyfriend, and we he love knew. Fred. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, yeah. We love him. But... I will say, and I have to tell you this because she would like kill me if I didn't. Mm. Jersey Shore is her favorite show in the whole entire world. And she, when you tweeted that, she was, at the time, she didn't have a boyfriend. She was yeah. so excited. So I just, you know, Sydney, if you're listening, shout out to you. Vinny, tell Sydney <laughs> yeah, no, some thought, love. Thought, Give uh, Sydney some love. Yeah, she was she was dope. I still follow her and everything. And um, yeah, you could tell, I guess, who like, what people, what girls know who I am and what what don't because like well as i'm tweeting and looking up their handles you can see like they already follow me or whatnot so right um yeah. but yeah i talk a lot of shit <laughs> is that a turn off for you when you're looking for someone if they already follow you if they know who you are hell no <laughs> you like it i use that to my i use my superpowers are you kidding me smart smart well, i'm just saying like from a woman's perspective like i actually don't really like it when a guy like knows you know, or has watched the show. I think it's really if his last name was Hemsworth. He now. Would you care? Okay, well, I'm sorry. No, I wouldn't. I'd be like, where you want to go? Where you want to go? <laughs> All right, I let's. Mean, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's get into uh, this game. We're gonna do the game. Let's do the yeah. Game. Okay. So we have a game right. to play with you now that we're all now that we're all refreshed and fun, and we we feel like you're like you're the family now. You're a clickbait family now. Yes. Um, there's a game that we want to play with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, since both The Bachelor and Jersey Shore are one of the biggest reality show franchises um, and most iconic and most long running, we want to test your skills and see if you know the difference between Bachelor quotes and Jersey Shore quotes. Okay. okay? Yeah. Um, and this I'm game. Fail miserably called, at this. <laughs> <laughs> this game is called Are You Jersey Shore? <laughs> clever i like it yes you got that right (laughs) all right so i am gonna start and you just you know you don't you don't if you know the person that said it that's great if it's from Mm. your season you know um but you just have to say if it's jersey shore or bachelor and it's the bachelor fan franchise so it could be paradise it could be bachelorette or the bachelor okay Mm -hmm. all right 
I'm going to start with the first one. And then Joe, then Tasha. Yeah. We'll go in that order. Okay. Let's go. Uh, you're the worst argument person ever. Is that a Jersey quote or is that a Bachelor quote? Yes. Um, you're the worst argument person ever. You know, due to the bad grammar of it, I'm going to say Jersey, but I could be wrong. You could be trying to throw me off. I'm going to say Jersey. No. Ding, 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 ding. ding, 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 ding. Right. Polly. Polly said that. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. See, I don't know if you're trying to throw me off or not. That's why. We are, kind of. We are, we are. Yeah, he's just like he cards against humanity. <laughs> he has 12 abs. You should only have six. What do you do for a living? Stop working out. I don't trust you. Um, I'm going to say Bachelor. Oh, my God. Yes. You're so yes. good. Yes. Raven, Raven yeah. Bachelor in Paradise. Well, I was thinking about who has 12 abs on my show. Not really anybody. So. <laughs> <laughs> And all okay. those guys have crazy abs. <laughs> Let's see. Pure evidence of teachery I've just seen. Treachery. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Close. <See? laughs> Pure evidence of treachery I've just, I've just seen. seen. Mm-hmm. I don't even think anyone on the show knows what treachery means. So I'm going to say <laughs> The Bachelor. <laughs> Actually, no. it's Mike from Jersey Shore. Ah! <laughs> he knows yeah. what. Treachery means? Treachery is? Yeah, apparently I don't, apparently, because I can't even <laughs> say it, but yeah, wow. it's a Jersey Shore one. Wow. So that's what? Two, one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, next one. I'm taking his sperm and making babies out of it. <laughs> um, That has to be a Snooky quote. Jersey? Oh, Nailed it. Ding, ding, right. ding. That was good. That, that was so good. good. Yeah. Okay. I like how I you have want... these like deep. These are deep cuts. These aren't known quotes. I like that. Yeah, yeah. We, we do our research. All right. <laughs> I, I don't want to have to physically fight you, but if there's no way to stop you from saying what you are saying, then I will have to physically hurt you. Okay, so if that happened on Jersey, I would have remembered it. It's The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Yeah, Chad, yeah. Chad so- from The Bachelor. Yeah, You're yeah. So good. Okay, let's I, see I, I, on Jersey, they, they they do. We just swing and punch. They don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie would just knock someone out. <laughs> the difference between MTV and ABC. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. If this relationship continues, I'll kill myself. <laughs> um, so funny. That has to be a Sammy. No. If this relationship continues, I'll kill myself. I'm, uh, I can't see that happening. Saying that on ABC, Jersey. <laughs> it's Polly. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Oh, he was talking about Ron and Sam. There you oh, go. I yeah, love yeah. the fact that you. There remember. you go. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So now that made us all want to kill ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so that could have been anyone. I love that. All right, actions speak louder than words, and we're waiting for your actions to change. I wish I had said this earlier, but fuck you, man. <laughs> Honestly, you're a psychopath. Ooh, that could be Sammy or anyone from The Bachelor. Um, <laughs> the Bachelor. Yep, that's okay. The Bachelorette, Connor. Yeah. You're okay. so good. All right. Dominican girls are hot because they can dance, they can move, they got tans, big butts, nice full lips. I said that. I said that. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. 
after the finasco of the champagne stealing incident, you were calling Bachelor. me a bitch. I remember there the episode. You go. That, that was one that I saw. Yeah, I watched that yes. season. Okay, good. Yes. Uh, I'm like a pretty deep dude. Hmm, any guy can say that. Um, uh-huh. I'm like a pretty deep dude. I, I probably have said that myself. Um, I'm like a pretty deep dude. Um, fuck. Yes, that's a good one. Nope, it's Mike oh, from Jersey no. Shore. Uh, that, that, I don't like that one. You, that's like that's too short. <laughs> yeah, it was. All right. Hell has to be just like this. I said that. <laughs> dead. That was a short, <laughs> short one. But you, that was you. Yeah, but it was yeah. me. So. Okay. okay. Michael Jordan took naps. A Blinken took naps. Why am I getting in trouble for napping? Um. Oh, uh, Bachelor. Corinne said that, right? Oh, yeah. you're so oh, good. Sh- shout out to Corinne for the best line. That's <laughs> the best that's line. A great ever. line. Yeah, I was like, that's no, a but that's great shit, line. Like, I want that that's, on a meme. It hit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. We're, okay. Cry all you want. Your tears don't mean shit to me. Ronnie Jersey. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. There's like a there's like a Jersey Shore Valentine's cards like you can give to each other, and mm-hmm. that's on one of the cards. Oh, okay. That's so good. Funny. Best line ever. Yeah. Stay so in your freaking lane. That's another short one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's uh Bachelor. Yeah, Hannah yeah. B. Yep. Hannah Brown. This is yep. Hannah Brown. Okay, last one. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. They're talking about effing relationships. My sneakers are dirty. <laughs> that's Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line too. <laughs> yeah, I love oh hearing this, the, two, so the two, the two, the two. Um, I don't want to say scripts, but the the two lines, like right, the dialogue, like, ju- dialogues, like juxtaposed to each other. It really shows you a lot. It's amazing. <laughs> We're all very similar. I, I, I should have honestly. I should have been on the Jersey Shore. My line was "Tomatoes are good." I don't know how I did. <laughs> uh, thank you. You did. You did great. You only got two wrong, and that's like that's really good. That was Damn. really good. That was yeah. good. That was good. I like them. <laughs> all right, Vinny. Well, we really appreciate you coming on. This has actually been a blast. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Um, Thanks, before guys. we let you leave, can you please tell our listeners where they can find all your stuff, where the ladies can send their DMs? <laughs> <laughs> the DMs are wide open. Um, it's just at Vinny Guadagnino on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, at Keto Guido is my other page. And uh, Jersey Shore is airing right now at 8 p.m. on Thursdays on MTV. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Vinny. Vinny, thank, thank you, you very much. so much. You're the best. So thank you so much. Talk soon. Bye. 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 Oh, that was so awesome. I'm so sorry, but I could talk to him all freaking day. Oh, I love him day. so much. I know he thinks I'm kind of boring, but I'm not kidding. Like <laughs> I want to be his friend. And <laughs> okay. I don't know what to say. He's not looking for any <laughs> well, new friends, Tasha. You're gonna have to talk to him dirty. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that. I love that you guys want to be his friend. What I say, what I say, what I say about the friend zone, you guys laugh at me and yell at me. I told you, I'm not the only one that thinks that way. Well, but he, but he owned up and he was like, "Yeah, I've been friend zone, but I don't yeah, stick around." Yeah. yeah, literally. You said you've never been friend zone, Joe. Like what? 
I said I don't I don't allow myself to get friend zone. I said I've been turned down, but I don't allow myself to get friend zone. But True. then again, Vinny did say that he is friends with girls from The Bachelor. So I don't know. Did they hook up? Did they not? I don't know. No. He said they friend zoned each other. <laughs> he said, he, I, don't, I don't think so. I feel like, honestly, like he's the type of person to just say how it is. Like, he would be open and honest and be like, yeah, I kind of hooked up with her, but like, whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I definitely get that vibe. He's a very honest dude. So. I was not, I mean, no judgment, but I'm just saying, I was not expecting him to be so like chill and lax and just like so easy to talk to. I really liked him. Yeah, it was a lot yeah. of fun. He was really great. As always, it's been freaking real. We love hearing from you. So please make sure to check us out on social and like, comment, DM us, get at us. If you know what I mean, Um, you know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And share your stories with us. We want to know what you are clicking on so we can get into it here on Clickbait. Mm-hmm. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you're listening to it right now. Hasta luego. Bye. Bye. Bye.